So we posted on the uh, Taz and Jim Facebook page pictures of Machine Gun Kelly's new tattoo job. He uh, he went pretty uh, intense here. His shoulders, chest, upper torso, and his arms are almost all completely black. Mm-hmm. Well, he he left his hands white in case he has a job interview and he has to put a button-up shirt on. <laughs> uh, he he was already covered in various tattoos. But now this is like solid uh, black color. I, I described it as looking like Venom from Spider-Man. Yeah. Like the symbiote started taking over the top part of his body. All of his arms, neck down to his bottom of his rib, rib cage. And we've been getting messages here from some of our listeners uh, letting us know, informing us about this this art. It's called Blackout, Total Blackout uh, style of tattooing. And it's becoming quite a trend, apparently. <laughs> I... Do whatever you want with your body. I just look at this, and you know, Jim, I've I've had commitment issues my whole life. <laughs> you know, it took me a while to uh, propose to my now wife. Yeah, and, even and to choose between Pepsi and Coke, <laughs> you're still on the fence. <laughs> Having kids, yeah, I'm not a big commitment guy. And this, I don't know if there's a bigger commitment. Yeah, than going total blackout with with tattoos. One of our our listeners, longtime Taz and Jim listener, he goes by the name Hollywood. He sent us a picture of himself. Now, he used to have a big old bushy beard that he shaved off, and it looks like he's got his face partially total blackout tattooed. We asked if we could give him a call, and he said, sure. So let's get Hollywood on the line. Bro? Hollywood. What's going on? It's Taz and Jim. How are you? Good, Good buddy. buddy. Haven't yeah, seen you in a while. Yeah, I've been busy. Been busy getting I, your, your face tattooed, I see. Yeah, I'm totally tattooed on um, top to bottom. So you've done your ears, your jaw, and your neck completely blackout, as they call it. The ears, the ears got a spider web. All right. Spider web on the ear, and I've got my, you know, that, you see the barbed wire fence going along my jaw line? Yeah. And it goes, it goes up to my ears, and then it goes into a, a spider web. And why did you uh, decide to go with that look? Was it to cover up some stuff that was already there? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah, 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 yeah. I had a scorpion tail on there. I had a few other things. I, I just, it was just getting lame. And I, I wanted to, there's a, there's a tattooing thing called uh, extreme tattooing. If you look it up on YouTube over in Europe, they play like the really heavy, raunchy uh, metal behind you stuff. And these guys go right to town on you, right? And you you can't tap out, you can't be you can't wimp out. So you got like three guys working on you, like just break crazy. It's called extreme tattooing, extreme blackout tattooing. So it's pain. It's extremely painful, right? It's extremely painful, but it's exhilarating for some people. But like I said, what I you know, I mean, I have to go back and do another session because my the my my skin's starting to like the the the, the ink is starting to pierce through. What's that mean? That means like I've got you can start seeing my 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 regular skin underneath. Okay. So I have to go for another session to black it out more. So what happens after you black it out, you can go with white ink. So a lot of people are doing white ink underneath, like a white uh, single needle straight through. It's real painful on top of that. The pain, is that part of it? Like, are you punishing yourself it's, or? It's, it's not really punishing. It's just, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it's exhilarating. 
you know what I mean? No. So people get off on that stuff. And you must get uh, looks from people. Like, what, what do you uh, say when somebody asks you about your tattoos think, and why you, see, you wait, did it? See, I got it done. I got it done when me and Snake were getting it done at the same time. And back then, when people point at you, were the kind of the outcast. But now it's more acceptable. Cause more people, more and more people are getting it done now. Eh? So uh, jobs are starting to kind of like, relate to it. So a lot of people come up to me and say, I thought you were wearing the scarf. Christian the winter Balaclava halfway down your face. So because you could always cover up the scorpion tattoos and the things you don't like, you know, on that's your face before. But now yeah, this is kind of like a permanent solution. So this is your ride or die with this bad boy now, eh? There's no going back. Exactly. No, no, you can't, you can't retrace unless you want to get that, um, you know, I mean, tattoo removal, but I don't know. They say it's worse, more painful than it is getting a tattoo done. But if you like like the pain. I'm in my, I'm I'm pushing 60 right now, so I've made my decision and this is where I want to be at. What do you think of Machine Gun Kelly's job? I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's an in thing right now. Like everybody's doing over in Europe right now. It's catching on over here in North America, but over in Europe, it's big time. There's two, two guys from, I think, uh. I don't know if it's uh, Germany or whatever, but if you look up tattooing on the internet, like screen tattooing, blackout, blackout work, you'll see these guys and they just, they charge like, it's like, I think it's a flat rate of like $1,000 and then they just, like four guys or three guys go on you and they got like metal music playing and they just go, like, you see the, you can this actually, sounds that, terrible This sounds me. like the worst. I, like, I, this is torture to me and some people it's, are paying for it. I didn't understand it before. I really don't understand it now. <laughs> Hollywood, you're definitely a trendsetter though. Thanks for talking to us about blackout tattooing. Taz and Jim, Devin Peacock, our sports guy slash Toronto Maple Leafs fan, is here. How about this fan... At the Leafs game Saturday night, Austin Matthews scores a hat trick. And a, a fan decides to grab a hat off another fan's head, guy sitting in front of him, and he throws a stranger's hat on the ice. Not cool, dude. <laughs> not your hat. Not your effing hat. Oh, look, he threw the hat. That's so funny. Yeah, it's not your hat. I'd be so angry. Yeah, and it was like a fancy hat. It wasn't just a ball cap with the Leafs logo on it. It was like a Dallas green hat, like a cowboy slash... Like Halfway between a fedora and a cowboy hat, whatever those cool hats are called. It was not an inexpensive hat. I would have been beyond upset. Like, this guy's mugging for the camera, for the phone, whatever yeah. they're using to so film this. He says, she told me to do it. And he points to the person who's the camera person. So there's a lady filming it. I think this guy is, like, in the friend zone because he looks a little nerdy. And I think he's trying to impress this lady. And he tries to be funny. Yeah. Throws the hat. Look at I'm a bad boy. Can can I get out of the friend zone yeah, now? Nope. <laughs> you wanna do you wanna make this uh, uh, non platonic, baby? <laughs> Watch me throw some stranger's hat onto the ice. Yeah, and the older guy turns around, confronts him, and the guy immediately cowers. <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, she told me to do it. <laughs> and they're trying to find this guy's name and trying to find details. Uh, about him and from what I'm reading the guy bailed immediately after that because everybody around him started yelling so he cowered at it and like left the building or something good not only did he not get out of the friend zone he might have been uh, kicked out of it like he's not a, like it's like the he's no longer allowed he, in the Scotia Bank zone he shouldn't be allowed in in uh, Scotia Bank arena for leaf games especially after doing something like this and if it if it's found that he did this 
to get likes on social media. Like, this is a big problem in our society. And I think that if you do something stupid that you can get fined or arrested for, whatever your punishment would be, if you're filming it to get likes on social media, it should be doubled. Yeah, like armed robbery. If you, if you commit a crime, it's one sentence. But if you're carrying a gun or using a gun, yes. it's like doubled or whatever that that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're filming for Instagram or TikTok, well, you do something. I'm in. If you're speeding 200 kilometers down the highway, that's one fine. If you're selfieing, videoing you live yeah. on Facebook Live, double, double triple. I love it. I love it. Like I because love it. this is stupid. Like this. Luckily, this guy got his hat back. Mm-hmm. He did. Okay. He, he got oh, the guy. The old guy got his hat back. He, he got was his also hat on back. the news, and he took uh, people around a tour of his house. He's got like seven of those hats on a hat rack. <laughs> this is this guy's. He loves the leaves, and he loves fun hats. <laughs> <laughs> so that we was, all know a hat guy. I'm yeah. a bit of a hat guy myself. Sure, and you'd be very upset if somebody took furious. Yeah, because well, hats one of my aren't cheap. Prized possessions. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion. Hats are not hats. I don't know. No. I don't know what the markup is on a hat, but I feel it's more than fifty percent. <laughs> it's got to be way more. <laughs> like I, I was looking at. It, I was looking at hats the other day, and they are just. Stupid. It doesn't make sense. Children are stitching them. Why are we paying so much? Hat inflation has gone crazy. Now, $40 is a deal for a hat. Yeah. They've been slowly just pushing it higher and higher to see if idiots... Like us, us hat guys will pay the prices. (laughs) 25 bucks was like a standard hat price 10 years ago. Sure. Now it's 40 plus. $15 you used to be able to get a pretty decent hat back in my day. Hmm. This guy should buy the other guy a hat. Even though you he got his hat what? back, he You're should right, buy him Dev. a hat. An apology hat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Extend well, the olive let branch. Let him add to his collection. We should make that a thing, too. What's Apology that? Apology hats. <laughs> <laughs> sorry on it. Say you're sorry with a hat. <laughs> Have you ever done something that you regretted? I guarantee this school principal in Japan is kicking himself. So the guy got fired. He was a principal at a junior high school in Japan. And the reason is he was caught uh, stealing. He was a thief. Hmm. He went in to get a coffee, and an employee saw him pressing the button on the self-serve machine for a large coffee, even though he had just paid for a regular coffee. That's it? That's it. The shame. He was fired from his job. Whoa, the dishonor. And his retirement pay was revoked. Wow. So that's it. He saved himself, uh, you know, not a lot of yen and ended up costing himself about 20 million yen in retirement pay. Wow. I'm just thinking he must have had a travel mug because if you get the regular cup, you can't put large amount of liquid in it. So he must have brought his own travel mug. Somebody or he, noticed. Or he may have discreetly grabbed a, a larger cup, yeah. tried to shield it with his body. Sure, sure. Yeah, brought his phone out to try to cover it a little bit. Now, I like that he was busted. And I just love that. Is, that is like the because I love that Japanese society. They're so honest. Like they clean up after themselves at the World Cup. Like I just love the like the honor that they have. But that is taking it to the extreme level. Lose your job and your retirement pay because you took a, a large coffee instead of a medium. He probably knew what he was doing. That's probably not his first time. Right. But I, have you ever tried to work over the self-serve drinks? Every time. <laughs> I have to. When I was younger, I used to ask for, can I get a cup for some water? 
and you'd go over and they have the little the water nub is like next to the iced tea, you know what I mean? On yeah, the on yeah. the on the fountain pop thing. So you'd press that and you'd kind of look over at the counter and as soon as they turn around, then you just put iced tea in the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then shield it with your body as you're leaving. <laughs> totally. 100%. I know people who would, uh, not me, but would shoplift. They'd get a, a froster or whatever from Max Mel or whatever, like the slushy. Yeah. And they would put candy inside the cup and then fill the cup up and hide the candy. Now that's pure theft. And if a teacher was busted doing that... Yeah, bye-bye retirement Yeah, fund. see you, and honestly, I'd laugh. Pension canceled. <laughs> yeah, but the coffee, four cents, the difference in price between a regular and a large. Yeah. It's that's... pretty respectable on one hand, though. Like, if that's the principal of the school teaching all the kids. Oh, it's a good lesson for everyone else. Yeah, that cafeteria line <laughs> is getting real stiff after that. Learn from his mistakes. It's called the honor system yeah. for a reason. Today, there is a criminal case getting underway. Three guys have been indicted, memorabilia dealers, and they're being charged with various things, including uh, conspiracy, various other charges. So this stems from a while back, Don Henley noticed that some handwritten lyrics to Eagle songs started popping up for sale. Don Henley, obviously, one of the founding members of the Eagles. He started buying this stuff back, hmm. but then he also filed a criminal complaint saying, this stuff is stolen. I don't know how these guys got their hands on it, but it's not theirs, it's ours. Huh. So what they, they had or have is a notebook. And in the notebook, there's rough drafts and early drafts of not only Hotel California, but Life in the Fast Lane, New Kid in Town, some pretty big Eagles songs. And they started selling this stuff, and uh, now they're sitting in a courtroom with handcuffs on. I would like to know more about the story, because if they found it, how did they, How can you prove that they stole it? Because like, if they left it on a tour bus and you picked it up off the tour bus when it was getting cleaned and it was returned to the rental place or something... Is it finders keepers? They use that excuse. They said they found it backstage or somebody found it backstage and that's how they acquired it. But then they also said, oh, uh, hold on. No, no. Glenn Fry gave it to us. Glenn Fry, member of the Eagles as well. He's not around anymore to defend himself. Can't corroborate. He, he passed away. So their first excuse was we found it. And then they said, no, no, we got it from Glenn Fry. So there's a little bit of uh, sketchiness yeah, changing yeah. your story. Where did it come from? But memorabilia is such a big market these days. You look at card collecting and, uh, you know, jersey, sport memorabilia collecting, music memorabilia. There's millions and millions of dollars to be made. So I'm not surprised that stuff like this is happening more and more. There was a great one <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Did you hear about the ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz? No, no. There was a guy essentially on his deathbed, and he admitted that he had stolen uh, Dorothy's ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz, Judy Garland's <laughs> actual yes. Ruby this is slippers. how it works. The house lands on them, and then when they're on their deathbed, the ruby <laughs> slippers get taken and onto the next owner. No, no, this guy had stolen 
he he's dying. He's one of the thieves who pulled off the heist. Yeah, and a house was on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is, he said that they stole the ruby slippers because they thought they were made with real rubies. Oh boy! Then they got them back to the hideout, and they're like, "Hold on a second, these are just red rhinestones, sequins, and gl- and glass." <laughs> But he, he didn't hilarious. want to say anything his whole life. He gave them back. They aren't going to charge the guy because he's about to die. Maybe he has died since he gave the ruby slippers back. That's interesting. So something that they thought was lost has now been recovered. That's great. But if you hold on to the stuff long enough, it becomes more valuable than it would if it was filled with real gemstones, right? Yeah, eventually it will cross over and be more valuable. So the defendants decided last week to forego a jury It is a judge trial starting today in the case of Hotel California. While we're on the topic, let's uh, bring the late Glenn Fry into this, because those lyrics that are written in those notebooks in question, people have had a hard time making sense of them for the past decades. So here's Glenn explaining some of the lyrics to Hotel California. Colitas is the top of the marijuana plant, the very tip. It's called Little Tails. That's Colitas. So it was our secret way of saying the guy was lighting up. Did you know that, Jim? I did not, no. The warm smell of Colitas. I just figured it was a Spanish dish. (laughs) (laughs) Same. (laughs) Like a fajitas? Yeah, like something I've never tried, but it smells good. Yeah, works just as good, I would say. (laughs) You can check out any. We're prisoners of paradise, you know? I mean, how many Hollywood stars have tried to leave Hollywood only to leave and come back? Mm. You know where else you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave? What? Prison. (laughs) (laughs) Which these three memorabilia dealers may be about to find out. Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too. Some sometimes. So I guess she's time for the rural report. But rural, rural, rural report. There we go, bud. Yeah, we like to keep track of what's going on in the small towns across the Taz and Jim listening area and beyond. And who better to keep us informed than small town boy Jim Kelly, mm-hmm. pride of Mitchell, Ontario. Where are we headed today with the Rural Report, Jim? Taz, you ever heard of Peterborough, Ontario before? You know I have. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You may not know this about Peterborough. It's a German name. Mm -hmm. Peter in Germany is obviously your Peter, right? You know what I'm saying? Wink, wink. Borough means bury in German as well. So somebody was burying their Peter in this story. (laughs) These cops, they get called out. Paramedics, fire engines. There's a car crash. Uh-oh. Car veers off the road, hits a tree, it's on fire. Everybody's called them, the first responders there. They say, what happened? It was a guy and his girlfriend in their 20s, early 20s. They go, a deer ran out in front of us. And they go, oh, that's terrifying. Wait, we don't generally see deer on this road. Wait a second. Can you tell us more of this story? And step closer to me. Your breath smells like booze. And we don't really think you saw a deer at all. They did a little Sherlock Holmes thing. They realized, wait a second, there was no deer involved, we don't think. We think you two were trying to make love while moving down the highway in the vehicle, and that's what caused you to veer off the road. Now, they haven't specified what type of lovemaking was happening here. I don't know. Was it a deer? Either way, 
there was some horniness going on. Big old buck. Big old buck. Well, that's the thing. That dry, they said this guy was drinking. They could smell the booze on him. So now he's facing dangerous operation of a motor vehicle, impaired driving, blood alcohol level above zero. So either way, lawyers and auto repair, definitely a few bucks are being blown here. <laughs> Yeah, it's not safe. It's not safe. Mm-mm, pull over <laughs> in your laneway. In your laneway or, uh, you know, find a cheap motel. <laughs> sure. At least I'll have those, be, I think. got to be some of those up in sure. Peterborough Way. We're open to your feedback. Anytime you want to let us know what you're thinking, you can call or text one 829 That's 1-833-TAZ-JIM. You can also DM us, message us on our social media accounts, including Facebook. Anyway, we get this message to our Facebook page. What a sexist remark the DJ made at approximately 4.20 p.m. today. His blather was about how to, quote, not interview a date. And he said, don't be a negative Nelly. How absolutely rude. He could have chosen to say, don't be negative, but he had to put a feminine name to it. Don't be a negative Nelly. In 2024, this is not acceptable. Do better. Three exclamation marks. The old do better, huh? Is there anything that inflames a situation more than telling someone to do better? Whoa, whoa, calm down. (laughs) Well, relax, relax, do better. better. That's such a condescending, annoying phrase. It just seems to be tagged on everything now. So our response to this person was? A screenshot of the Nelly Country Grammar album, multi-platinum album. Nelly is a completely gender-neutral name. Do better. <laughs> That's what I said. How dare you assign a gender to the name Nelly? Yeah. We have a male producer here. His name's Nelson. We call him Nelly all the time. That's right. Oh, Nelly. Now there's also Nelly Furtado. Yeah. It's a ge- there is no gender on the name Nelly. It's to my uh, uh, even if he said negative Nancy. I think that's a ridiculous complaint to make. It's a phrase. Get over it. If it if your biggest problem in in life is somebody said negative Nelly on the radio, you've got a pretty good life going. I'd say you should you've relax. Ran out of things to complain a little about. Bit. You should do better. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up the the history of uh, negative Nelly. Okay, it's actually nervous Nelly was. The phrase. So and we're actually mixing people, two. Yeah, you're mixing two up. And Old Nell was a play, playful nickname for old, worn-down horses. You know, you, you, back in the old westerns, you, whoa, Nelly! Sure, and the horses get nervous when there's, like, commotion. A high-strung horse was known as a nervous Nelly. There we go! We have comments here on the, the Facebook page because we posted the exchange that we had with this uh, complainer. And uh, people are now curious. Can I say someone is a gloomy Gus? Nope. Can I use peeping Tom anymore? No. Am I going to get in trouble if I call somebody a silly Billy? (laughs) You're right. (sighs) We better just stop. We better stop just in case. Jeez Louise. Oh, Oh, no, no, you did it. I'm canceled. I'm canceled. (laughs)